don't shout. Copying every child, and I don't make mouth. Oh, I don't say, if you know, go. If you Monday to Saturday, I did grind you. Sunday, call me a mind you. I'm a million, say, if you know, go. Don't be 
four minutes gone past 7 a.m this is your feel good radio fresh 107.9 fm abel kuta it's a september 1 2021 the first day in the month of september i'm super excited uh, to be alive today and i sure hope that you are also excited to be alive today because it's been a very very tough year but through it all we are here and i wish you happy new month as we enter into this month of september it's freshly pressed this wednesday morning on your feel good radio fresh 107.9 fm abel kuta and my name is omoyemi adisui It's freshly pressed this Wednesday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abel Kuta. And my name is Omoyemi Adesui. And joining me on the program this morning is Mr. Samson Akindili. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, Omoyemi. Uh, Happy New Month. Good to be Happy New Month to you. The Punch, The Guardian, The Tribune, The Premium Times, The Pampushi Newspapers, those are some of the options available to us this morning. And boldly written on The Punch this morning, compulsory vaccination. Enemy, Joesu, kick as federal government threatens sanction. Also on The Punch this morning, PDP leaders visit Jonathan, beg ex-president to stay. I discussed insecurity with my son eight hours after his murder. That is coming from Senator Naala. Masari to go tough on human traffickers. Others, that is also on the punch this morning. Court freezes Kogi's account over 20 billion naira bailout loan. Striking doctor salaries with Eld says NARD. Also on the punch this morning, out-of-school children, federal government not responsible, says Oshimajo. And on the Tribune, compulsory COVID-19 vaccination, court stops Obaseki. That story comes with some riders, federal government considering basic rule of law on Nigerians refusing vaccination. Also, 2.9 million Nigerians vaccinated as coming from the federal government. Akeridolu signed anti-open grazing bill into law is also on the Tribune this morning. And kidnapping terrorism now, Afeniferi tells federal government. It comes with a rider, says Nigeria, fast moving to precipice. Also on the Tribune this morning, Channel TV interview, retired Commodore Olawumi reports self to Defense Intelligence Agency. CBN directs banks to publish names, BVN, of Forex defaulters. Court freezes 20 billion Arakogi salaries bailout account. Also on the Tribune this morning, court freezes Rufai suspended Abiodun's aid bank account, seizes Lekki home. And on the Guardian, Akeredolu ignores Meeti Ala signs anti open grazing bill into law. State, not federal government, should be blamed for Night Nation's education woes. That is coming from 
the vice president, Professor Yemi Oshimajo. Motorcyclists defy ultimatums, take over Obalinde Ikoi axis. Bus drivers task force clash in Lagos over alleged extortion. That is also on The Guardian this morning. All right, uh, the Cardinal Odelis, good morning. Walibakar is my name. Uh, great to be in the studio this morning. Uh, the Premium Times uh, this morning, uh, with some of these headlines, it talks about the uh, COVID-19 vaccination uh, on many of the dailies this morning, steps being taken uh, to ensure that Nigerians get vaccinated. The uh, federal government said to sanction Nigerians refusing COVID-19 vaccination is on a lot of the uh, dailies this morning. Uh, it's also on the Premium Times this morning you'll find it uh, on the uh, Pempishin newspapers as well. The Pempishin newspapers also says Edo State Government issues seven-day ultimatum to civil servants to take coronavirus vaccines. Uh, there is Nigerian government to commence rehabilitation of Lagos Songo Abelkuta Highway. Uh, you'll find that on the Pempishin newspapers. Oshoba canvases for adjunct lecturers for journalism studies. Also there, Nigeria launches job fellowship for 20,000 graduates. There's another there on the Pempushin newspapers. Forex fraud persists. CBN directs banks to publish names BVN of defaulters. Uh, that's on the Premium Times uh, this morning. Seven years after passing public smoking law, Lagos struggles with enforcement. Is there on the Premium Times as well. Uh, this uh, morning. Uh, well, the WHO, uh, they say that the third wave of the COVID is stabilizing. COVID-19, third wave stabilizing in Africa. That's according to the World Health Organization. Uh, they've been taking a look at the data coming in the last couple of weeks from uh, various countries. Well, you can find that on the Premium Times uh, this uh, morning. These are a lot of the headlines there. Uh, to look out for. We'll definitely get talking as far as some of them are concerned uh, this uh, morning. Uh, remember, we're live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash FreshFM Live. If you're on Facebook already, all you have to do is search for FreshFM Abelkota. Feel free to share the videos and uh, drop your contributions there. Good morning to you. We'll be right back. When last did you visit a pep store? At pep stores, there is something for every member of the family. With our great prices, special promotions, and deals, Pep Stores goes out of its way to make life better for you. Visit Pep Stores for your collection of trendy clothes, shoes, tops, skirts, dresses, underwear, bags, homewares, and more. We cater for all ages and styles, babies to adults, male and female, all at pocket-friendly prices. Gift your loved one a voucher. Our gift vouchers are sold in various denominations and will help you give decision-making to your loved ones. And if your budget is tight, why not make use of PEP's lay-by option? Choose now. Pay over three monthly installments. Interest-free and it's yours. Visit PEP store at Abelkuta Road, Lalubu Road, Okeleo, Abelkuta. Or visit www.pep.com.ng to find the PEP store close to you. PEP, best prizes and more. So, 
then don't say that you are For being cut out on stage, their name na show up. Services Nigeria Limited. They be on get better quarter for planning and forwarding agency to send anything to anywhere in Nigeria or to abroad. We last see show up services Nigeria Limited who help you send them to anywhere. Local and international delivery like letter, document, and parcel. Not be only this one be their job. This sabi about all this one as well. Yeah, and see fry. Yeah, ticketing, insurance. Show up services Nigeria Limited. Hey, hey, go meet them for their office today. Where they number 47 Olusha Gonshaba Road. Okay, Lewo Abelta. Their WhatsApp number B 0818-900-8976. Telephone line 0802-387-5069 and 0818-900-8912. Website www.showoba.com.ng. On social media, Showoba Services Nigeria Limited. Email SOWKLTD at yahoo.co.uk. Showoba Services Nigeria Limited. Let me go meet them today. Thank you for staying with us. Freshly pressed this uh, Wednesday morning, the first day in the month of September 2021. Uh, great to have you join us. Happy New Month in case you're just joining us uh, this uh, morning. Uh, the law of the dailies this morning have uh, the report on uh, plans by the federal government to make vaccination compulsory. Uh, it's there on the punch. says compulsory vaccination, NMA, Johesu Kik, as federal government threatens sanction. Uh, the federal government on Tuesday hinted that it might sanction anybody who refused to take COVID-19 vaccines after they had been made available to all Nigerians. The executive director of the National Primary Healthcare Development Agency, Faisal Shoaib, gave the hint of possible sanctions at a press briefing in Abuja. This was as a federal high court sitting in Port Harcourt River State on Tuesday barred the Edo State Governor, Gordon Obaseki, from enforcing compulsory COVID-19 vaccination in the state. The Nigeria Medical Association and health workers under the aegis of the Joint Health Sector Union faltered the move. While the NMA said the people had the right to reject vaccines the same way they could reject medical treatment, Jurassu stated that the move to make vaccination compulsory was senseless. Obasaki had last week said any resident of the state who refused to take the vaccine will be barred from public places and large gatherings. Also on Monday, the Odo State government said it would bar those without a proof of vaccination from churches, mosques and other public places. Well, Schwab intended that the federal government might toe the line of the two state governments. He said the federal government might apply the basic rule of law against such people because they would be endangering the lives of others. He stated, the Presidential Steering Committee and the Federal Ministry of Health are exploring ways of making vaccines more available to all Nigerians, including federal civil servants and corporate entities. Once these vaccines are made equitably available to all Nigerians, then we will need to have a frank discussion about justice, fairness and liberty that exists around vaccine hesitancy. Uh, the, he says, so you have a right to refuse vaccines, but you do not have the right to endanger the health of others. Uh, those were the words of uh, the NPTDA boss. Joesu said the policy to compel all eligible citizens to get vaccinated did not make sense. The spokesman for Joesu, Mr. Alumide Akintai, in an interview, faulted state governments which made COVID-19 vaccination compulsory. He said the policy would only be sensible if there were enough vaccines to inoculate eligible citizens. Uh, for the NMA, the General Secretary, Philip Sekwe, said citizens could not be forced to be vaccinated against COVID the same way they had the right to reject medical treatment. Rather than being forced, they said Nigerians should be made to understand the need to be vaccinated. According to him, although they cannot be forced, citizens who refuse vaccination should stay in their houses so that they don't endanger others. 
Uh, those were his submissions. Uh, well, a federal high court sitting in Port Harcourt yesterday granted an ex parte order restraining uh, the governor of Edo State, Governor Basaki, as well as the state government from enforcing the directive mandating all residents of the state to compulsorily get vaccinated for COVID-19. Uh, the applicant's lead counsel, Chase Zona Itiabasan, arguing on the motion filed by Charles Osaritin against the governor and five others, urged the court to order the parties to maintain status quo pending the hearing and determination of the motion on notice for the enforcement of the applicant's fundamental human rights. Well, the rest of it is there on the punch this morning. Uh, there are some others. Our target is to vaccinate 60% of residents. Uh, that's um, according to the Lagos State Commissioner for Information and Strategy. Vaccines, not enough now, says uh, Tom Ori. Uh, that's on the punch as well uh, this morning. Uh, DSS squeezed our members for protesting against compulsory vaccination. Uh, that's according to a group in Edo State. AstraZeneca vaccine doses expire September, October, says NPHCDA. Uh, those uh, are there uh, this uh, morning to look out for. Well, it's a long read. Compulsory vaccination, NMA, Joesu kick as federal government threatens sanction. It's there on the punches on a lot of the dailies uh, this uh, morning. Uh, it did generate a lot of reactions when it was first touted uh, in um, Edo and uh, Undo, was it? Uh, talking about uh, punishing people who refuse to get vaccinated. Uh, the immediate reaction then was, um, yes, we say a lot of things about vaccine hesitancy, but the question is, how much vaccines do we have to begin to talk about hesitancy? Uh, have we have we been in a situation where there's been so many vaccines and people are not taking uh well i'm sure a lot of experts will say no uh for the federal government uh, the NPHCDA boss yes he did threaten that there will be uh you know rule of law applied to people that don't take vaccines but it was quick to point out that that conversation can only start happening when we have enough vaccines yeah well um I think this issue of hesitancy should be seen from uh, different perspectives. Um, and if we are a serious nation, I won't go against government trying to enforce, you know, the use, I mean, taking of the vaccine. Mm. And that's with a reason. I will also not agree that um, this kind of policy should be uh, executed without looking at what we have on ground. And that's why the argument that we don't have enough is possible. If we have enough and people are not taking it, then you can now begin to take it up from there. The first point I made about the, the, the deliberate hesitancy of some people should also be addressed. Um, I, I, I love that, uh, that, was it that, that phrase, you, you have a right to refuse. But you don't have the right to endanger, endanger you know, the society. Um, I recall in CNN, three of their uh, staff members were fired because they refused to take it. And that's, that's a private organization that felt that, look, if, if you have any theory against this thing, then we, as an organization, we don't have it. So we have to let you go. So it's it's it depends on how serious you take this. I think rather than the government turning it to a ban or kind of because here we don't have it. This place is not America where you know they've inoculated so many people. You know even what just came in. I was it's just I think the AstraZeneca Oxford vaccine, three point nine four million. That's that's what we got. The Moderna two was just a little 
you know, uh, below that. So I think this is where the federal government should focus on. The other area they need to focus on is the, the, the enlightenment, which should continue. Some people are still out there. They say they still believe in the conspiracy theory that, oh, uh, they, 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 some, some countries in the world, some individuals. How to make money, how to wipe out to the make, rest. Exactly. Hmm. To, to make some people impotent, all kind of theories. Some even did some very funny, unscientific videos of, you know, trying to tell you that there's a kind of metal being put in, in people and they were mm. putting uh, some metals that look it's so magnetic. Some antichrist. Yes. Oh. And all, all, so the, the government should do more to, to, to dispel all these things so that people don't just go with even some educated people. They are not taking it. They also believe in this thing even though scientifically none of them have been able to prove anything. So we have to be very careful as a nation. We understand, I understand what the government is trying to do. But the government should not take that too far because you, the, the, the first uh, tranche that we got, the AstraZeneca, were just for a few sets of people. Government officials, doctors, nurses, I'm not even sure that even went around all the health workers. Mm. So if you are saying people should not attend parties, so if... If my children, they've not taken the vaccine and we're having a wedding or we're having some other, maybe barrier, you are going to ban them. How are you going to even enforce it? It's going to be cumbersome. How many policemen have been vaccinated? How many soldiers? So we have to be very careful how we do this. Rather, I think moral suasion is what government should do. Don't go into any kind of enforcement. Look at the no smoking thing that you read about Lagos. concerning Lagos. Mm. It's been difficult. Certain things are difficult. Certain laws or policies are difficult, difficult to execute in this country because some of them, yeah, well thought out and all that. But when it comes to obeying, you know, um, I mean, voluntarily, there's always a problem. So the Ministry of Information, um, the NOA, all the, yes, all of them, they need to do some kind of. Why are people hesitant to take this? If you if you know those reasons, who are those people? What category? You know, talking about the demography. Now you now begin to address their fears. Some people have been discouraged by others. You know, when I when I took my the, the I didn't I didn't I was not able to take the first one that came. Mm. I had to take the is it my Moderna. You know, I, I had to share the, the, the video. You know, I, I did a video deliberately where I was being inoculated. Just to also tell even some of my own colleagues, some journalists have refused to take it. So these these are issues that the government need to address first. First of all, make it available. The, after that, talk to people about it. You know, you can you can use the instrumentality of the media, state media, private media organizations, like we have been doing here. Tell people that look, there is nothing, you know, uh just difficult here. You can take this thing and you are fine. Many people have taken it. Yes, some people will come down with uh, mild fever, some headache and all that. And in in a day or two, you are fine, you are back to work. So I think this is the way it should be handled. Um, th those that went to court, they, 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 they were also right, just trying to make sure that you don't just force people. But when it comes to that level that we have it in surplus, then the government can come out and say, look, you just have to take this. 
Anyway, is um, a story on a lot of the dailies this uh, morning. Uh, the other part of it, court restraints that the government from barring unvaccinated people from public places, is also on many of the dailies. Uh, the premium times says COVID-19, third wave stabilizing in Africa. That's according to the WHO. Uh, taking a look at data from various countries, although uh, there's uh, still been a uh, high number of cases being reported on a daily basis here in Nigeria. Hopefully, I'll begin to talk about uh, the numbers reducing again uh, in the country as well. I'm moving on this morning on The Guardian. There's this report. Akeredolu ignores Mieti Allah signs anti-open grazing bill into law. It comes with some riders. Or your anti-open grazing law not effective two years after. Enugu residents seek enactment of anti-open grazing law. Katsina bans interstate transport of cattle. Niger suspends cattle markets over insecurity. Afeniferi raises concerns over alleged deployment of northern youths. Less than 24 hours after Governor Warutimi Akiridolu suspended all activities in Nondo State Forest Reserves, he yesterday signed into law the anti-grazing bill passed by the State House of assembly. According to a statement made available to journalists in Akure yesterday by the Commissioner for Information and Orientation, Donald Ojogo, the move is in line with the resolution of the Southern Governors Forum at its last meeting in Lagos, where September 1 was set as a deadline for governors in southern Nigeria to sign the anti-open grazing bill into law. Explaining the import of the new law across the 18 local councils of the state, Akure Dolu is also the chairman of the Southwest Governors Forum said, for emphasis, no particular group or persons is the target. While it is the hope of government that all residents will take an ample advantage of this law to enhance our social economic well-being in Undo, compliance of same shall be given the utmost attention. National Secretary of Mieti Allah, Sali Alazan, said members will not recognize any anti-open grazing policy in the country. Nobody can do anti-grazing policy in Nigeria, where we are constitutionally guaranteed the right of movement and occupation, he said. While Loyoste claimed it has passed the anti-cattle grazing bill into law in 2019, the state is still having challenges with implementation of the law as headsmen move freely in some parts of the state unrestricted. In Lagos, the Chairman, House Committee on Information, Lagos State Assembly, David Shektonji, said the deadline given by the Southern Governors Forum was September and not September 1. As some are saying, this appears a safe explanation as to why the law will not take off in Lagos today. Uh, the story further down in Enugu State, residents yesterday gave support and approval to the State House of Assembly to enact the anti-open grazing law in the state. At a public hearing on a law to prohibit open grazing, regulate cattle ranching, and for connected purposes, organized by the Joint Committees on Judiciary, Agriculture, Sport, and Culture of the State Assembly, the people stated that enacting such law would not only restore peace but security of farmers and a resident. The rest of that story is on the Guardian this morning. Akiridolu ignores Mieti Allah signs anti-open grazing bill into law you know like oftentimes we come here we talk about uh, how state government should uh, take control of their territory and uh, gladly we are we are, we are somewhat seeing uh, them do this with this uh, latest measure taken by the Undo state governor well um the governors should be 
uh, they need to be bold. Those laws should not be there on paper. Um, Oyo State, Ondo, Ekiti. I think uh, it was the former governor of Ekiti that, you know, that, that was very bold about it. And we saw it being implemented without without any fuel. So the, the those states that already have it, that have, they have the law, they should be bold to enforce it. Let's now, let now see who will come against it. Because they are not saying Katuriara should not do their business. They are just saying that, look, you need to change the mode of doing this business for peace, for justice, for progress, for development, even of livestock in this country. If you still feel that, except you move Katu around, then it's not going to work. There's no way you will not be clashing with farmers. We even we even had some some elders who will go to a cassava farm and they will be deliberately uprooting the the the, 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 the tubers mm. to feed cows. So when when you do that kind of thing, your your business is affecting other people's business. That's injustice. So whether the governors like it or not, let them start the implementation of this. Where are they having issues? That is what we want to see in the papers. Okay, this is, we, we, we try to do this in this village. We try to do that. Somebody came out and said, we can't do it. Anybody that is not okay with that should go to court. They can sue the state government. If you have your cattle and maybe they've been impounded or you've been stopped, look at what is coming from the north. Even they are banning transportation of some of these cattle beyond certain borders. It means uh, we are getting sent somewhere. So everybody should get this kind of sense that, look, it shouldn't be business as usual. If we can contain, I think in, uh, that's the word they are using, containment. They are using in, uh, in uh, that, where, where is Masari now? Uh, Katsina. Katsina. That's what they are using. So if that is happening in the home of the president, then it's, it's a good place to start. The governors elsewhere, south, east, south, south, southwest, go ahead with your 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 um, enforcement, but but would it would it would it be uh, sending the right message if that. it turns out that um, uh, eventually, say at the end of today, mm-hmm. we don't see many states signing this into law, or we don't see many states talking about enactment, and then we get states saying, well, they didn't necessarily say September first; mm-hmm. they said any time in September. Does mm-hmm. it uh, send the message of it was all talk and uh, maybe there's some jitters from somewhere? Well, there is no way there will not be jitters. Um, you know, we are in the world of politics. Whether they are in PDP or APC, somebody is afraid of something. And you are, you know, may God help you if you step on certain toes. But that's why I use the word being bold mm. to take the right step, whether it is September, whether it is October. See, if we've uh, uh, embraced this earlier, we won't be here. And th- what I want to add to it is this. Um, the, the, the governors, they, they can also do something. I, I've, I've said this this year before. We have some people who are not Fulanis who are also rearing cattle. What, what can government do? Like you are doing for, for other livestock keepers, you know, to also make sure that provide land. We've been talking about ranching. Maybe some people, you know, they just love the fact that they are not paying anything to raise their cattle, to breed them. They, they, they take them to a river. They take them to a place where they will 
they will eat grass and all that and everything is free we cannot continue like that if that is their fear let them know that if you can acquire land here we can have this place for cattle rearing where you you it will be fenced and you you can keep your cows there go and cut the grass you want to cut anywhere get water feed them let them drink water there if you take them around you will be arrested the cows will be impounded you know you'll be you'll be charged to court for violating the law of the state i i i am this is supposed to be very simple but some people are making it complex so if state government will even set up their own ranches model ranches you know for for people to copy who says it's only fulani people that can rear cattle we have we have a, a dairy farm now in Ekiti state not being not being done by fulani it's even better than what we've been seeing where you have elder cows who can give you the right quantity of milk you know even before because everything we do with cows in this country is just eat the beef eat pomo then other parts then some other people look for some other things there there are more to this than we are doing presently how how healthy are even the cows that we are eating so when they are in a place then vaccination can reach them when they need it you can have you know veterinary doctors also being there taking care of these things but who is taking care of all these ones we are still taking care of them in tradi- traditional way so i think that is what the government needs to do. Let the state governments too. Let them go into this kind of business. So that in case some people feel that, look, it's, it's, it, they, they are the only ones who could do this. Everybody is doing uh, um, poultry everywhere around the world. It's not just for a tribe. So if the governors can do that, up north, provide land, have your own model ranches that you can run, maybe through PPP, then people can go there and learn how to even keep these animals and we'll get out of this trouble that we've been having for decades. Well, the reports are there on the dailies this morning. Let's talk some security. Uh, the uh, point says that Feniferi tells Nigerians to defend themselves against bandits. Uh, the pan Yoruba social cultural group of Feniferi has called on Nigerians to defend themselves against bandits, saying they have declared war on the country. Uh, the group also insisted that there must be restructuring in order to solve the problems bedeviling the country, adding that it must be before the next elections in the country. The group stated this in a communique after its monthly meeting at the home of its acting leader, Chivayade Banjo, in Sonyaogboyjabode, uh, Ogun State, on Tuesday. In the communique signed by its national publicity secretary, Jari Ajayi, the group also called on the government and security agencies to halt the unbridled influx of people with questionable intentions in order to check Nigeria's unprecedented security problems. Well, you can find out what they had to say is there on the punch. Uh, this one is actually on the Nigerian Tribune as well. And uh, there's a report about the uh, very much talked about Commodore Laomi. Finally, I uh, reported himself uh, with the uh, uh, DHQ. Was it DHQ or DSS now? Uh, yesterday. Mm. On the Tribune uh, this morning. Well, I have it. Okay. Um, Channel television interview, Commodore Laomi finally reports self at Defence Headquarters. Uh, do you have it now? Okay. Uh, we'll just take it from here then. Uh, Channel's interview, Commodore Laomi finally reports self at uh, Defence Intelligence Agency. It says retired Navy Commodore Kuli Laomi on Wednesday reported himself at the Defence Intelligence Agency after his invitation by the military over his Channel TV interview last week. A top source at the DIA 
told the Nigerian Tribune that the former Navy commander arrived at the agency's office in the company of his lawyers on Tuesday. Uh, the source said Navy Commodore Kunle Olaomi has arrived at the military DIA in Abuja. He was accompanied uh, by his lawyers. It was gathered that two human rights lawyers, Fami Fala and Abubakar Marshall, accompanied Olaomi to the Abuja headquarters of the DIA. It would be recalled that the DIA had invited Olaomi for an interactive session for exposing an interview. Our President Mahmoud Bari's uh, administration refused to probe profile politicians. Uh, Wum Bokaram terrorists named as their sponsors. The DIA has allowed me to come to his headquarters in Abuja on Tuesday with his uh, international passport. Well, um, it's down the Tribune. He's on many of the dailies this morning. Although the uh, military uh, or the defense headquarters gave an explanation saying uh, because the earlier report was that he was declared wanted or he, wa- uh, he was being looked for. Uh, they came out to say, well, we've only invited him to come give some clarifications as to what he said. Uh, they Their statement made it uh, painted the picture as it's no big deal we're only asking him to come and let's talk but the fact that because when i saw the reports about him going to the uh, headquarters yesterday the, the fact that he went with lawyers does it suggest that even the retired commodore felt well this might not just be me coming to talk well um you know the matter was escalated in the media and um <laughs> When you get that kind of thing, you don't want to push your luck, mm. you know, too hard. So, um, it's obvious he was ready for a fight, at least a legal fight, if you are going with lawyers for that kind of thing. But, you know, as an ex-man, I, it, it shouldn't be a big deal to him. And like he said in that interview, he didn't, he didn't mind whether anything until what happened to him after the interview. He, he, he's, he's still a soldier. You know, like I said here uh, on, on Monday, you know, when even when you've left service, that's still, that's, it remain, the military remains your constituency until you die. You know, but because he also realized the gravity of some of the statements he made, you know, on national security. He didn't want to leave anything to chance. So even if they were going to arrest and detain him, at least these very senior lawyers would be there to witness it, to tell Nigerians some things. Even if I, I, I was him and I needed to go for that, kind, I would have done the same thing. Because you really cannot say what's going to happen. But it's okay. You know, when, when I read um, from... Um, uh, Mr. Fermi Falano yesterday that oh it um, it was nothing big mm. and all that maybe because when they saw the lawyer they also lowered their guard but I don't think somebody will be you know so careless to have refundled that man or to have treated him in a very harsh way because like we all agreed he didn't say anything that have not been said before and if they want anything. The best thing would just be what they've said that they wanted to do. Call him and ask more questions. Perhaps he should also guide them since he was there. I said it, you know, uh, two days ago that the the service chiefs that were there in 2017, they are not the ones here. They are now. Maybe these ones didn't have the information that he has. Maybe the president was not even told. So now they can have him as a partner not as someone who has offended the military or the the commander-in-chief or the entire nation. Rather, 
they should seek solutions from some of the things he said. So it's a good one that they had a friendly, you know, atmosphere there. And uh, we are not here hearing about something else. So congratulations to the military for being civil, you know, concerning this matter. Well, as you as you painted, they almost didn't, they didn't have a choice. So, although they said that was always their plan, they, anyway. they, they had choices. They, they could they could invite him and just trick him into a place and get him detained. It's also possible, but that they have not done that. It's good. That's why I have to congratulate them because they will have opened up another round, you know, of chaos in the country. Chaos. I don't mean physical chaos, but people really again yelling at the government. So if they've invited him the way they've done and they've handled the matter the way they've handled it, it's good. It means they also want progress. I hope so. Well, um, it's there on the Nigerian Tribune this morning. Uh, quite a number of the dailies also with the report. We'll take a very quick pause. We'll be right back, please. When last did you visit a pep store? At pep stores, there is something for every member of the family. With our great prices, special promotions, and deals, Pep Stores goes out of its way to make life better for you. Visit Pep Stores for your collection of trendy clothes, shoes, tops, skirts, dresses, underwear, bags, homewares, and more. We cater for all ages and styles, babies to adults, male and female, all at pocket-friendly prices. Gift your loved one a voucher. Our gift vouchers are sold in various denominations and will help you give decision-making to your loved ones. And if your budget is tight, why not make use of PEP's lay-by option? Choose now. Pay over three monthly installments. Interest-free and it's yours. Visit PEP store at Abelkuta Road, Lalubu Road, Okeleo, Abelkuta. Or visit www.pep.com.ng to find the PEP store close to you. PEP, best prizes and more. It's freshly pressed this Wednesday morning on Fresh 107.9 FM Abeokuta. And moving on quickly this morning on the Tribune, court freezes Rufai suspended Abiodun's aid bank account, seizes Lekki home. Justice Tijani Ringjim of the Federal High Court in Lagos has ordered the interim forfeiture of funds and properties traced to Mr. Abidemi Gani Urufai, the aide of the governor of Ogun State suspended, who is facing charges bordering on wire fraud in the United States. Following an application for interim forfeiture by the Economic and Financial Crimes Commission, the FCC and on Tuesday, asked the court for an order of interim forfeiture to preserve the risk and prevent further dissipation of the Rufai's fund. The commission now joined Rufai's firm on Momayo Daily Global Investment in the suit as respondent. Justice Ringjim's order covers Rufai's property located at House 11 or Modayo in Lekki. Funds in his account with two new generation banks. In the ex parte motion filed and argued by Ebuka Okongu for the EFCC, the anti-graft agency furnished the court with an affidavit deposed by an EFCC investigator detailing the agency's investigation of in collaborations with the FBI. The agency further informed the court that it was essential that its prayers of interim for future be granted. The rest of that story is on the Tribune this morning. Court freezes Rufai's bank accounts, seizes Lekki home. Well, uh, the Pempushi newspapers uh, says Nigerian government launches job fellowship for 20,000 graduates 
uh, there this uh, morning. Uh, so it also says Nigerian government uh, to commence rehabilitation of Lagos-Songwa-Belkuta Highway. Uh, that's there on the Pempushin newspapers. The state government on Tuesday said the federal government is ready to commence the immediate rehabilitation of the failed portions of Lagos-Songwa-Belkuta Federal Highway, adding that this followed the intervention of Governor Dapwabiodun. Pempushin reports that the governor's chief press secretary, Kulesho Mori, made this known in a statement adding that the Minister of Works and Housing, Raju Fashala, gave the commitment during a teleconference between the state governor and the minister's team. The statement said areas of immediate attention are the failed portions around Songwater on the lagos Abokta Express Road and the Otaidiroko Road, noting that the federal roads have become a nightmare to motorists and commuters. Pembishi further reports that Shomori said a team of engineers from the Federal Ministry of Works is expected on Thursday for assessment preparatory to commencement of the rehabilitation works. The statement added that the meeting was called at the instance of Governor Abiodu and those in attendance include the Minister, the Managing Director of uh, FEMA, Engineer Nuruddin Rafindaji, Director of the Federal Highway Construction and Rehabilitation, Engineer Florence Resson, among others. The Governor reassured citizens of the state that his administration will leave no stone unturned in, com- in its commitment to build and upgrade public infrastructure across uh, the state. Well, uh, that's uh, the report on the pen-pushing newspapers. Nigerian government to commence rehabilitation of Lagos Songo Abelkuta Highway. Is there uh, this uh, morning? Uh, that, that's that's a that's a route you used to love. <laughs> what happened between <laughs> you and that route? Well, uh, I think now I'm assured. <laughs> like millions of people will be assured, except if you've not, if you don't know where we are talking about. Uh, you know, we still talked about it. Was it yesterday? Or yeah, Monday. Monday, we, we still talked about it, and many thanks to this, I don't know who these people are. Object, uh, object TV media. You know, they did a video, like a documentary of just about 3 minutes, 35 seconds. I received it on Sunday and I, I also went on, on, went on, t- on Facebook to do some things and a lot, a lot of others also did things. Because since the rain has been coming ceaselessly, it has been another matter entirely for those living there. It's like they, they were living in their own world and nobody really cared. Now, mm-hmm. the governor has shown that he cares. And uh, the minister, I'm happy they were all there, you know, together to talk about this. We we hope they will do the needful. Now, it's not just about Songo. We need to add. That road from Itori, when you are moving from Abel Kuta towards Songo, Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what plan they have there. So that you don't just fix one part and leave the rest. But that they have even, it's not as if, you know, Julius Berger has been at, um, I think, Ijako side. I, I don't know all the names around that. After I fall, before you mm-hmm. get to Songo, they really done well. You know, the federal government fixing some roads there. You know, the, the old up there, portals or basin, you know, all of them have disappeared. But driving into Songo from Sonar Buries, it's another matter. Till you get to Tollgate, the whole Tollgate, you know, close to where we used to have uh, the Gateway Hotel. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I, this is what. We expect from a listening government, whether state or federal. I think this got to them in a very hard way, and they didn't like it because they were called names. They, they, those guys, objective, they interview a lot of people who passed through, or car riders, motorists, commercial, all of them. And it really got to them, and I'm happy that the governor has responded in a very positive way. So, more of that, Akutia Ajua is still there and some other places, mm-hmm. but let's even, let's even get something done. And after all, it's APC, APC now. 
it shouldn't be difficult. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't but you be know, difficult. things happen. Anyway. But if it uh, was PDP up there, somebody will give us an excuse. Mm, but mm. that Mr. Fashola and our governor could talk that way, it means it's a family affair. All right, let's talk to you this morning. The numbers 0815 Good morning. Hello, Mr. Wally. Good morning. Good morning, and Mr. Samson. You have a Solomon on the line. Um, quick, before I continue. The zero eight one eight one 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 is not working. It's switch off currently. Wow. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> we'll check that out. <laughs> Hello. Hello. We can hear you. Go ahead quickly. Yeah. Concerning what the government of state that day for yesterday or yesterday, I think it was fine. What? The governor should pick his own role too. Mr. Samson, I'm very happy when you mentioned the one that really confined me. The one from Songo to Agonia, coming out at Beda. Ijoko. Ijoko. <laughs> Mr. Samson, if you, are come, if you pass through the express, uh, come to yeah. and you pass through Pusoko, are you, telling you me? will see Lagos pass. Immediately, <laughs> you yes. don't need Babala to tell you, you don't worry, I'm sure you'll be very proud very soon since uh, they say they'll be looking at some of these roads. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Wallace. Yes, good morning. Good morning, Nigerians. Um, let me go straight to my point this morning. See, I want to see uh, a lot of us that will continue to be like a commodore alone. Uh, this man has moved in his vision. Let me tell you. And that is what we talk about, uh, greatness in life, which is found in the willingness to die like a Messiah, a Messiah also. Um, I think the good one, uh, this has shown that, look, something is happening that a man that we call President Buhari has not been looking into. And that is his impatience with weakness, which has caused some defectiveness in his leadership. You can see a whole lot of things that is happening in the space of Nigeria, where a lot of people have been killed every other day. Why should anybody take another person's life just because you want to trade in a particular business? I think it's not good. Let Larry right. wake up from his dream. Thank you very much. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. Yeah, Johnson, no photo is my name, calling from Abelkuta. Talk to us. Yeah, but the problem is, continue promises that are not fulfilled. Uh, uh, I would say it's a symbol of this government. Um, the the Vegas Well, we're struggling to hear you. Uh, we're struggling to hear you. We're going to have to let you go. You could try again. Uh, hopefully, you get connected. Hello, good morning. 
Yeah, hello. Good morning, uh, Mr. Wale. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Mr. Samson, and uh, my dear sister, uh, Sister Omoyemi. Uh, my name is Folai Ngunao from Shagawile. Yeah, I just want to have my take. First of all, this morning, as in the enforcement of uh, COVID uh, vaccine, mm-hmm. I think our government has not really done well. You know, giving us that kind of uh, situation, putting us that kind of situation, they they should do what is necessary for them. Their responsibility is just to break that thing, you know, to the minimum, which is. Like, how am I going to put it? Okay, we have you, back. Hello, are you yes, with me? Yes, we are with you. Go ahead. Yeah, like giving us commercials in different kind of languages. That's how okay. they start it. It shouldn't be like investment. And lastly, to that song go route. <laughs> this uh, <my> <laughs> job, that road has been something else. That's where I hail up. You yeah. understand? I grew up in some water. Hey. So that road Same. has been a, a kind of uh, nightmare, the way they put it. So thank uh, God they are reasoning. You know, <laughs> thank God they should do it. It's not that like they should just say it. All right. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. I've never seen a good morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. 0815-432-1079. 0818111079. Good morning. Yeah, hello, good morning. Hello, I'm name calling from Abel. There are three issues. Uh, let me quickly go on uh, Dr. Kuleolani's issue. Um, in my rapport with him day before yesterday, uh, the man, I still find him to be in-depthly principled because he told me that he has cheated death more than 10 times mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. and that his life is not worth more than others that have died mm-hmm. military and all-inclusive in the course of this terrorism that what we need to do is to do the right thing but one thing that gladys me the most is the fact that he was pragmatic enough to have gone with a team of lawyers because you never know mm-hmm. secondly I'm happy, something Akidele, yes, that you made mention of Itori to uh, Songo. <laughs> I hope something will be done about that as well. It will not just be Songo because it's it's a hazardous journey passing through Itori to Songo. Mm-hmm. And concerning the ban uh, or by uh, uh, the, the man in Edo, please, you can't put the cart before the horse. How many of us are in Nigeria? We're about two hundred million. I'm not sure if we have up to hundred million vaccine yet. Provide the vaccine, do the moral situation, and let people go for it before you can say you want to ban them from this. If you All don't right. have up to 100 million vaccine, 200 million, why are you banning people? That's not fair enough. All you right. can do your job. All That's right. The government. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hello, good morning. Yeah, good morning. John Sinolo from Tokyo on the line oh, again. Okay. Went to the third time. Yes, it did. Uh, go ahead. The, the, my, my fear is the. I'm sure it's fair of most Nigerians that when this government made pronouncement, it is a promise that is never fulfilled. The road from Lagos to Abeokuta, the portions that are required urgent repair, they have made pronouncement severally, and it is nothing is done. It's affecting business. It's affecting life. And uh, if you look at the the present situation in this country. Um, strike by the the, the, the the doctors, strike by the, the, the lecturer. I mean, I don't know what is happening. The government is like they, 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 they lack of idea or they are totally confused. And I don't know. They, 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 
pragmatic decisions or steps have to be taken right. to, to salvage this nation. God bless right. Nigeria. All right. Thank you, Republican. Hello. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Okay. Um, I don't know. Um, hello, good morning. You'd have to try again. 0815-432-1079. On Facebook comments now. Hopefully, we'll get back to the phone lines for our things of this morning. Additional Olun Strings, I am Tony Bo. On open grazing, cow business has got much more than what we focus on here in Nigeria. It could be one big source of income for the state government. More education needs to be done on this. More so, governors who are pushing for open grazing bans should go ahead and do more by making more business out of this through this farm settlement. Mieti Ala Group insists on open grazing only shows their primitiveness even in this modern age. Zakaria Olubayo Tanikbala says, for us to stop COVID-19 spreading among us, we need to go back to COVID-19 preventive measures. Hello, good morning. Hello. 0815-432-1079-0818-111-1079. Uh, quite a number of your calls are coming in and uh, dropping this morning. Apologies, but uh, keep trying. Uh, we'll have about a minute uh, to see whether we can squeeze one in. Hello, good morning. Hopefully, we'll be lucky with this. Good morning. Okay, hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. Yes, I'm Bruce Smith from Good morning, sir. Uh, uh, when we talk on open grazing palaver in Nigeria or in the southwest, the problem with our governors is that they are more concerned about the, the, the themselves and their power hunger. Talking generally, we we to talk about all the generative issues going on in Nigeria today. You know, it is simply because that we we did not have any visionary leaders in any of the political parties that exist in Nigeria. When you look back to the 1950s, looking at the, the, the level of development in the Western region before 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 the independence, you will agree with me that instead of going moving forward, the governors in the Southwest were moved, were revising. They, they moved tens, well, one step forward and 10,000 steps backward. That is the issue in Nigeria. Right. Until we have, by the time, until we have democracy in Nigeria, this civil government, the, the civil government. Okay, um, well, we have to end there. <laughs> okay, um, v- very quickly, uh, on uh, Facebook, Bam Dele Adelido says, Walia Mwa, Mr. Sampson, praise God, Songwater Road has been given attention. <laughs> I hailed you guys, I cried to the road, has not gone in vain. <laughs> uh, but he also, uh, Lola Bab says, Mr. Sampson, God will continue to be with you. I always enjoy your analysis. That's Mommy Tolu Alashe from Elite Idiaba. Thank you, Mommy Tolu. Afalavi Alaba says, Walia on road maintenance, the much expected of road at Songo and Georgia has been neglected by the federal government for almost seven years. Now the government should observe the principle of road measurable standard to... Okay. There are some adjoining roads there too. State governments. Mr. Alaba, I see your message on vaccine saying it doesn't stop you from uh, get catching COVID again. Yes, it, uh, according to experts, it says it, it prevents you getting sick. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and uh, re- at least uh, reduces your chance of getting of, of picking it up. Thank you very much. That's the program this morning. Thank you, Mr. Angley, for your thoughts this morning. Thank you for having me. God bless Nigeria. My name is Omoye Madisi. Do enjoy your day. Enjoy your Wednesday. Happy New Month once again. Wali Bakar is my name. Good morning.